Welcome to another episode of the YVM podcast. My name is Paul Bassey. I'm the founder of yourvirtualmentors.com. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode where I'm going to be talking about how to get comfortable doing video marketing. So doing video is one of the common things that people say that they're not comfortable doing and it's a question that I hear and see a lot. Paul, how do I get comfortable doing video? How did you get comfortable doing video? What did you do to kind of uh, get over the nerves and the worries. So I've written a blog post on yourvirtualmentors.com and as always I do an audio version which is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So as always you get a little bit extra because whilst I am using the blog post as the basis for this episode I do often go a little bit off track so there might be a few extra things that you that I share in, in this episode compared to the blog post. So let's get started with how do I get comfortable doing video marketing. So for anyone who knows me, I'm quite a shy guy who tends to avoid the spotlight where possible. Um, being the central kind of focus on video is definitely something that is outside of my comfort zone um, and it's probably outside of your comfort zone, which is why you're listening to this episode. But doing video matters. It matters for your business. It matters for your virtual mentors which is why I do it. And whether it's promoting an offer to build connection kind of with, actually no, whether it's to promote an offer that you've just got a new offer that you want to tell people about or you want to build that connection, you want to build that know, like and trust through kind of video because it's easier to do over video um, or if it's just the best way to deliver something like the training that we do here at YVM, um, all of which means that I'm regularly going on camera probably at least two probably at least three times a week sometimes more depending on what I'm doing in any given week um, and it's because it matters so I do it and it's strange despite it being uncomfortable when I'm doing it once I'm actually in the flow I actually genuinely enjoy it even with recording these podcast episodes I get a little bit nervous just in the run-up when I'm about to hit that start recording because it's like what if something goes wrong what if I lose my train of thought um, but when I'm in the flow like right now I am genuinely enjoying doing it um, but that wasn't always the case um, I've learned to embrace the discomfort and try and turn it to my advantage and, and you can do the same and I'm going to be sharing a few stories and uh, some tips in this particular episode. So the change didn't, as I say, the change didn't happen overnight. Um, there were lots of experiences in quote marks along the way, which I learned from um, embarrassing moments, moments that are just kind of head in the hands moment going, oh, that was so silly or I can't believe I did that or said that. Um, but there's just no way, there's, there's no getting away from the fact that video matters to your business right now and it's just going to get more and more important. So getting outside your comfort zone, um, making those mistakes, learning how to do it, starting to kind of combat those nerves, uh, finding ways to reduce it is really important um, because like me, you'll get through it, you'll learn from the experiences and once you start seeing those benefits of doing video marketing, um, which is, let's face it, that's what you're really after, you uh, you will have all the kind of uh, ammunition you need to get over any sort of discomfort that you might be feeling. So um, I want to share a quick story, just a bit about um, a backwards moment on Twitter when I was, it was on Periscope. Um, so 
This was about three years ago. Um, this is one of my experiences, um, as you can probably imagine. Um, I was using my phone kind of uh, just set up on a, a tripod um, and it was facing me. So it was kind of the I was using the front uh, camera and everything when I kind of I planned the session and kind of it was just going to be a quick training session, um, sharing a few tips. And I planned it all and then I kind of set the video up. Um, and a few minutes beforehand, I was like, oh, everything's backwards on the screen. So the, I had a whiteboard behind me and it was kind of just some headlines, nothing major, but I had the kind of these things and it was all backwards. So I was quickly like, oh, what shall I do? Oh, well, actually, it wouldn't actually be too hard to write everything backwards. And then what will happen is that on the video, it will then be reversed and look okay. So I quickly wrote backwards, which was um, an interesting exercise in itself, but I did it. And then I quickly went live at the time that I said I was going to go live and just started talking, doing the session. And some way through, I someone, I can't remember if someone mentioned it. Um, I think someone's just put in the comments that everything was backwards. And I just felt so silly. I was, I was like, why is, why is that happened? But it, it, it's, it, it's looks okay on my camera. It looks, that looks right. But it turned out basically that although it looked flipped on my camera, Twitter showed it normally. So because I wrote everything backwards, Twitter was showing everything backwards. So it was one of those that I just stuck with the live. I kept going, trying to kind of laugh it off. Um, but I, I kind of was, I was dying inside. I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. That was kind of so silly. Um, but I got through it and just put my head's head in my hands um, after it finished and just started, oh, what will people think? Oh, I'm going to get loads of people kind of laughing at me, maybe trolling me, kind of maybe I'll become a stupid meme. Look at how silly this guy is. But it didn't happen. One person made a, a lighthearted joke of it, which I could laugh at because I knew them well. Um, but no one cared. And lots of people actually said that they still got lots of valuable information from it. Um, so it was one of those where it was an enjoyable experience, but it did help me. And it, it helped me kind of obviously the technical side of it. But it was also, look, one of your kind of worst fears. You looked, you felt really silly and actually nothing bad happened. And people actually said they still got value from it, even with the backwards writing. Um, so it's just one of those experiences where it could have been kind of like this. Oh, no, that's going to stop me from doing video. But it didn't. And I think that's the key thing that we all have these experiences, whether it's doing backwards writing or kind of um, I've had I've felt like I've uh, choked on a fly and kind of had to take a couple minutes out during a kind of hour long webinar um, and lots of other things. But we all make mistakes. We all go through kind of um, dropping the ball. But Everyone does it. And I suppose that's uh, I'm just going to get onto some of the key points, the kind of key things that I think can help you um, get over that discomfort and start to reduce it to a point where you can start doing video. Um, and the key way relating to that experience is watching others and realizing we all make mistakes it was one of my biggest revelations was watching other people on Facebook Live. So even the kind of uh, the, the kind of the top coaches and people kind of with like production teams helping that they still every now and again make fumbles and kind of do things wrong and just the the more everyday businesses that they're, they're making regular mistakes and they kind of they go oh i've lost my train of thought um oh um um uh oh let's just move on guys and if i if i remember it we'll get back to it so don't worry about making mistakes just be you be kind of true to yourself don't try and be like anyone else um 
and realize that your personality is what will resonate with people and uh, people will value the fact that you're a real person doing this and trying to help them. As long as you go in with that attitude that you're trying to help people, trying to teach and give some information over, that's what matters most. Um, so that's the first tip, watching others and realizing we all make mistakes and that we can do it our own way is a great first key thing to do. Um, and also not comparing yourself to those people who have kind of production teams and have been doing it for, for years and years and years. Um, that's all, always kind of uh, going to be setting you up for kind of a false sense of reality as well. So the next tip was is um, actually getting on video, not just practicing in front of a mirror. So practice is great. Um, and I would, if you're kind of just starting out doing video, you're really not confident doing it in front of a mirror, just kind of talking, um, that's absolutely fine. But the sooner you get on video, um, the better really, because there's the technical side of it, then there's the actual doing side of it, but there's nothing that can replicate that, those nerves of before you hit that Facebook live button or that record button. There's nothing, it's kind of, uh, it's like when they say um, sports people kind of, there's nothing like actually being in that 100 meter final that can prepare you for that 100 meter final um, when that gun goes off. Um, so it, again, the actually get on video, um, and actually start doing it because you'll learn, you'll make mistakes, you'll think of ways to do it better, you'll get used to the tech and you'll see that you can do it um, but only if you actually go on video. So get yourself on video sooner rather than later. The next tip is one that I picked up from our YVM LinkedIn mentor Helen Pritchard who says don't watch the recordings of your videos. Um, so I used to go back and watch recordings and I was so critical and like oh kind of it was so hard to watch them. But now, as a general rule, I don't go back and watch my recordings. The only exception is when I'm actually trying to learn something. So let's say that I did a sales pitch um, on video on a Facebook Live and I actually want to see what I actually said um, and compared with what I wanted to say and things like that. So it, uh, very rarely do I go back and watch them. And if I do, it's only for a very, very specific reason. Um, I'm not just going back and going, oh, I wonder how that was. Oh, look, look how bad that is. Look at the lighting. Look at that. Um, so don't go and watch the recordings of your videos as a general rule. The next tip is to plan your content ahead of time. So I'm not one for winging it. I'm not one who's just going to, um, like with these podcast episodes, I have still, I'm, I have the blog post up in front of me. So I have a good structure. I also know how I'm going to start this episode. I know how I'm going to end the episode so it's just a general way by the way my ends of episodes that's still the thing that I struggle with I still kind of go um okay um hope you found that useful and as always and sometimes I do get into that kind of uh, waffling so again that's where I, I very much have whether it's video or podcasts whether it's kind of whenever it's kind of recording something I always try and have the beginning and the end very clear and then the middle the key points so the a bullet point list or the just the highlights that you want to make sure that you cover Everything else in the middle, I generally, again, because I know one kind of what I'm going to be talking about, but I also want to allow a bit of flexibility, like with these podcast episodes with the audio versions of the blogs. I don't want to be just reading it word for word because I know that wouldn't be as engaging for you, wouldn't be as useful for you, um, but also would just make for probably a very boring episode. So that's why I ad lib and kind of, but I still cover the main points that you would see in a blog post, in the kind of blog post version of this episode. So very much plan content ahead of time, but don't go into too much detail. You want that flexibility in the middle. <clears throat> um, 
And what I found is that as I do more and more of them, I get reduce it down and down. So I've got a clear intro, a clear end, and then I get down to a very clear list of bullet points that I want to cover. And also if you're doing something like a webinar, you'll often have slides. So you will again use those slides as the middle kind of bullet points and highlights that you want to cover. So that's planning content ahead of time. And then the next tip is don't worry about how it looks. So you're going to feel awkward enough about being on video. So don't kind of uh, don't put don't kind of give yourself that added kind of pressure of oh the lighting has to be perfect. I have to look really perfect and kind of all those kind of things. Just focus on the content that you're delivering. I've um, very much I've seen people doing kind of um, very kind of produced episodes where I've got lots of value but I've also um, watched people who are in their PJs sat in their kitchen table sharing some really valuable insights so it really doesn't matter too much especially when you're just starting out how you look that that can that side of things the production side of it can be improved over time and as long as you've got a kind of a, a smartphone you've got a good camera so it's going to look good and then you can then just make sure that you've got Kind of a quiet room kind of use your headphones or kind of talk into the camera um, and that will be good enough to get you started the next point is uh, the final point and it's very much about trying to reduce the discomfort but don't try and eliminate it so the reason i say that don't try and eliminate it is that if you're someone who feels uncomfortable doing it which most people do by the way it's probably you're probably always going to have some level of discomfort when you're kind of being on camera or about to go live and that's okay you've got some actionable steps above um, so not worrying about how it looks uh, planning content ahead of time not watching your recordings so you don't get overly critical or worrying about things um, and I suppose that's another thing just don't be too critical of yourself if you're doing video that's the key thing and the more you do it the better you'll get which relates to that point of actually getting on video not just practicing in front of a mirror and then also watching others and realizing that we all make mistakes those things will start to help reduce the discomfort that you're that you're maybe feeling um, and for me the key is that you all you need to do is reduce the discomfort enough so that you do the videos so that you actually start doing them because that's that's the key thing for me if you're feeling discomfort you'll probably always feel some level of discomfort and you can use that as a positive you can use that as a right have i got uh, do i know what i'm doing do i know, have i got everything that i can kind of set up um yep yeah, okay and you will then do as the best job that you can you're not going to be just kind of going oh yeah well i'll just wing it and just whatever happens happens you're actually kind of going to be setting yourself up for success which is the key thing because of those discomfort um discomfortable feelings um discomfortable feelings that is definitely not a word see here's me going ad lib making mistakes saying funny things uh saying words that probably don't exist but it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter because it shows that I'm a real person just trying to convey a message, help you guys. And if I actually, so it'd be 15 minutes work coming up to on this episode. So thank you so much, by the way, if you're still with me, really appreciate your time. I hope you're getting lots from this, but I could easily have just gone, oh, I've just messed up and said a, a made up word and then go back and record it. So I'd then be wasting more time. And actually the episode is really good. Um, the episode is good enough so it's one of those where don't let those little mistakes stop you and I've <laughs> this that was totally not on purpose but it just shows you can make mistakes mistakes and still keep going so um, so yeah so I will fi finish on this final key point which I've kind of uh, 
jumbled around there kind of um, but it's about reducing discomfort enough so that you actually get on video so that you start using it because if the discomfort if the discomfort levels are so high that you're not doing video at all you're not going to be getting any benefit but once you start doing video you can start to reduce those uh um discomfort discomfortable feelings i'm going to maybe turn that into a word use it a bit more regularly um uncomfortable feelings that's the word that i'm actually probably looking for um and very much just get on video because once you reduce those levels you can then start doing it and it will you will then get better and better you'll get more practice you'll realize that it's not as scary as as you kind of once thought and you can then just learn to manage those feelings of discomfort rather than letting them manage you and stop you doing something that would actually really benefit your business. So I hope that you found that episode useful. As you can see, I've gone on for 16 minutes, which is far, far longer than the blog post itself. Um, but you can, as always, find more advice, support and inspiration from your virtual mentors over at yourvirtualmentors.com. Or if you go over to Facebook, you can join our Facebook group, which if you do a search for your virtual mentors community, you will be able to join that as well. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found it useful and have a great rest of your day.